Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. for sports as Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Ashburn? Like at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane, the show that asks, did anyone really think that Believe wasn't going to win the hottest 100 like a version? It should have been the hottest 99. We all knew what number one was going to be. Joe Dwight, you know, some people in the campsite that I was at on the weekend had the gall to argue that Baby Comeback by Ocean Alley was going to oh. sneak into number one because Lost for some mind. reason Believe and Bulls on Parade were going to cancel each other out. Come it's, on. It's not a preference vote type thing. Like, they wouldn't cancel each other nah. out. You had 10 choices. <laughs> Put them both in. <laughs> like, that's fine. That's not going to happen. Yeah, it was It was always going to be Believe. None, none others, as, as I would argue, it should have been. Yeah, great song. Very clearly the best like a version of all time. The best man or woman it, won. It popularised like a version in such a way. And... I say this about like a version. They won't fear it until they understand it. And they won't understand it until they use it. That's yeah. what the DMAs knew when yeah. they is that created from... the atomic bomb. I was going to say, is that from Oppenheimer? It is, it is from one of the trailers of Oppenheimer okay. that okay. I've been watching several, several times. Several times. Joe, before we dive into Mitchelton, yep. which is the suburb we're doing today, we've yep. sort of segued nicely into that i just wanted to share a little bit of brisbane fun for you mm. bit of cinema news now we haven't done this on the show for a little while but i know back in the belimba episode we got some excellent cinema stuff friend of the show and keenan pakistani my friend marco amato yeah uh, don't know Good if i brought him up on school. a few years below me at school we bonded over film and he's a film junkie and particularly aggressive endorser of christopher nolan and it was the the original, it was the Dark Knight trilogy that sort of originally we became friends over. He was fuming that a particular cinema being Reading Cinema's new market, a place you and I quite liked, Joe. Very, uh, Titan he, Lux is uh, pound for pound, best value for money and the best screen in Brisbane. And I think that's about to become exceedingly relevant. Exceedingly so. Because Marco was quick to note that the cultural and meme behemoth, the meme behemoth, if you will, Barbie, has, I think, broader commercial appeal than a film largely in black and white about the atomic bomb. I don't know, don't know why that would be. I don't know why people would be more keen to see Margot Robbie dressed as a doll for two hours than watch oh, some okay, scientists. You're, okay, you sicko. Gee, I'm excited for, for a Greta Gerwig for a female-directed piece not a margot robbie as a doll that is so i watched that is so henry brett's that is so your motivation i bet you heard that florence Pugh did a, a nude scene saying pronouncing it pew makes me want to pronounce it nude as well it's quite a hard one to roll off quickly here's ned i watched little women like three or four days ago i'll have you know i'm all in on the gerwig train one of my favorite right. up-and-coming directors can't say but i would that. say i think she's i think she's up and come mate I think it's very... Oh, she's up and coming. Well, she's she only released two films. 
But she's only really Lady Bird, films. Little Women. Did she not direct and Frances Ha? No. Oh, was she just in it and write it? She was in it and Noah. No, well, I th- yeah, I think she co-wrote it with Noah Borbach, who she's They're writing. Married, Marie, right? They're married. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be. Gotta yeah. be. Got gotta be married. Yeah. So hey, you're right. But I think it's safe to say that there's more more appeal to Barbie, hence it's been yes. put on more screens. Marco noted this and noted that Oppenheimer, which is shot in IMAX and is a Nolan visual feast, was not screening on Titan Lux. So Marco has lobbied via Facebook Messenger right. Reading Cinemas. Uh, and he sent me the screenshots of his communications with Reading Cinemas, and which I quite like and want to share with you briefly. But he, he said... It messaged their Facebook page. Sorry, as I find it. Uh, the, the bit he sent me was, he was being like, it's crazy that you're not showing it here on the Titan Lux screen. It's the best screen in Brisbane. And then he goes, at the very least, you can rearrange some times in the following week and take Barbie out of Titan Lux <laughs> and put Omadiver in. As you noted, at the very least at is the, the key ve- phrase here. Yes, at the very least, you can completely change your scheduling and your plans for the release of these two movies that are probably the most anticipated of the year. At minimum, okay? At bloody minimum. But, correct me if I'm wrong, but, Henry, Marco got up. It worked. Mate, Marco, in a testament to modern grassroots campaigning and Incredible. activism, this Incredible. is the reply from Reading Cinemas. It's, it's a Thanks Max Chandler Mather-esque move from him. <laughs> it, it really it's, is. It's a rent freeze. Viva Marco Revolution. <laughs> Thanks for the message, Marco, says Reading Cinema's New Market. Great news. We have been able to skewer a Titan Lux session for Oppenheimer in week one. If this session does well, we may be able to include more the following week, but we definitely recommend coming along if you can. Oh. So a huge win for Marco, not unlike for the Americans in 1945. Yes. I just want to quickly screen uh, his message that he sent to Cineplex Southbank. Marco oh, said... Sure. You'll be providing the only place in Queensland where people can watch the latest Christopher Nolan movie in IMAX. The reply from Southbank Cineplex. I agree, but Barbie will take more numbers, so we need the cinema with the most seats for it. Wow. And get the gall of Southbank Cinemas here. They should not have released them at the same time. Oh, come off it. So now now Southbank, as a sort of... uh, like modern business are trying to insert themselves into Barbenheimer, the greatest yeah. pop culture event in film yeah, in the and, last and I bet, few years. And I bet Ginger on Little Stanley Street has a take as well. If, oh, uh, if South holds anything to go by, friggin' hell! I bet Couch the Dessert Bar where all the COVID started are absolutely <laughs> get away. There's a well, few. I'm like, a bit there's sick. A, I better go to couch. There's a couple of great memories from that era. One of which was the idea when contact tracing started about the idea that a symptom of COVID was you have to go to Fridays, get with everyone, go to Bunnings the next day, and then go to couch for dinner. Like COVID really make you go around town and steal a handbag, and then <laughs> and Marco's reply to Southbank Cinema is so sassy. He goes, "All G got New Market to do it." They bumped out two sessions of Barbie to get one session of Oppenheimer <laughs> in <laughs> Titan Lux. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Woo-hoo! Go, Marco. Well done, Marco. What, well done, community what action. What a great turnaround. How's your, how's your viewing plan look uh, for good, Barbenheimer? Good. Doing uh, 11.15 uh, Oppenheimer at Stafford and then uh, 3.30 Barbie at Newmarket, I think, in the aforementioned Titan Lux. That'll be good. Uh, quick turnaround. Not a huge lunch, but that's okay. Mm. Uh, go my out plan? for some pink drinks after. Love it. On it. My plan is 
seeing I have weird work hours. I was going to say, yeah, you and I wouldn't have the same fucking approach to this at all. <laughs> no. Thursday, 12.40 p.m., Oppenheimer, yep. ticket right. purchased. Then right. grilled for dinner, having the Barbie burger. Barbie burger, yes. And uh, following then, the footsteps of the grill, uh, the Demogorgon burger and also the Batman burger. As not now unlike... I'm Batman. We, we'll, we'll, ha- <laughs> I'll actually have to, we'll have to... I'll film eating it. And then 7pm Barbie at the cinemas as well. Fantastic. Also uh, bought my tickets, bought two tickets for that today. Good and the, the cinema was almost full. No, not expensive because oh, wow. I'm a Cinebuzz, wow. Cinebuzz member. But the cinema almost full. So they're even in Good. North Queensland who aren't the rushing to get around the arts, there is yeah. there is buzz. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing mine on a uh, Saturday, obviously. Um Yeah, great. Hence uh, normal hours. I think by uh, the time people hear this, I will have seen True. At least I know I, I actually am already seeing Barbie the following Wednesday. Uh for like a work Again. Outing. Yeah, we're going to see Barbie. And we were tossing up going to see Barbie or Oppenheimer as like a work outing with the team. Um, and whilst it was put to a vote, I was a strong believer in, like, seeing Oppenheimer at 7 o'clock on a Wednesday night after a day. No. I'm like, we're going gonna to be shattered, going to sleep during no. it. It's like three and a half hours long. What if they're both just absolute stinkers? <laughs> they bad. They both, they just, both just suck Dog ass. shit, so boring, become immediate <laughs> pop culture black. Like, you go to your first one, you see Oppenheimer and you go... Dude, that didn't really land. Like, oh, well, at least I got Barbie this afternoon. You see that? <laughs> that fucking sucked. And not just, not just like they didn't live up to the hype. They're oh, like what? badly made. Yeah, they're like they have edits. <laughs> like Oppenheimer's in like, places. Yeah, it's like there's clear continuity. It's issues. like clearly out of focus at times. Like you can hear people talking in the background of scenes. It's like, oh, these are like quite, <laughs> quite atrocious films. Oh, it's funny. Made um, over Zoom. One last bit of house. Made over Zoom with my Wi-Fi. <laughs> Before we rip into Mitchelton, Henry, as you've noted well that uh, in the wake of Melbourne scrapping the Commonwealth Games, there are calls for the 2032 Brisbane Olympics to be scrapped. Um, now, we've said a lot on this show. We'll say it again. The official unpacking, uh, unpacking Brisbane approach is that anyone who is a downer about the 2032 Olympics is a bum. They've lost their mind. They're no fun. They suck. Fucking knock down the East Brisbane State School. Bring us the Olympics. Money isn't real. There's always going to be some more of it. It's fine. Here's the thing. We're a couple of rebels here, and you know what rebels hate? School. So I'm oh, sorry to yeah. all the li- <laughs> so I'm sorry to all the wimpy kids out there who are like, so- protect that little school. Oh, I'd knock down every if- school if I could, and I'd go to the movies. Absolutely. And and you know what the best part about knocking East Brisbane State School down is? No bloody homework. <laughs> no homework. Can't no. get detention when the school's in rubble. <laughs> he's, he's That's in what I rubble, say to the- And they're adding like two thousand seats to the gather. I'm they're- surprised it took the Olympics to get that. I agree. No, it's very expensive. But I think it's also like to say that here's one. I feel like a lot of the evidence for the argument for the Olympics over the Commonwealth Games is in the names. How excited yeah. do people get about the idea of a Commonwealth Games yes. in yeah. in friggin' Maryborough, Victoria? But yeah, it I wasn't even people are a little Melbourne. bit more excited about the Olympics. I feel like the commercial revenue opportunities are, are fairly broader. But still, they should also, build more housing, and I'm not against I agree, that. I agree. But also, when people say, like, oh, the Olympics tanks your economy, look at Barcelona, look at Athens. I've been to Barcelona. They're not, they're not a pack of hard workers that had a thriving economy otherwise. And I get the same impression from Greece. I don't... Listen, listen. I think, I not think, to, a, I think Athens and Barcelona were not, uh, not going to be centres of commerce either way. No, I love Greece and Spain. They nap for fucking five hours a day. 
I love Greece and Spain, but there's a reason that everyone who works at Mr. Percival's <laughs> is there right now, and it ain't hard work. <laughs> it's not. It's a... literally a holiday land. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a reason people don't holiday in the Hague as much as they yeah. do fucking Greece. Here's one. Look at look at the next cities to host it. Look at this: Tokyo, Paris, LA, Brisbane. I think the Olympics have figured it out. Yeah, I think they're yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah, the Olympics. Are like, <laughs> we need cities with a bit of money and a bit of hard work. Uh, Maybe the place that hosts Yacht Week isn't ready for this. <laughs> it's, no, it's not quite there. But it is ready for some great captions. That's... Lost a few brain cells and my phone. Thanks, Dubrovnik. Hey, Dubrovnik. You fucking took my phone, you piece of <laughs> shit. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> hey, give me my fucking phone back, Mykonos. Where the fuck did it go? <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, hey, asshole. <laughs> That's why all I can, my fucking phone back. After a week in Nice, all I can say to this dude, fuck you. Where the fuck is my phone? I took so many drugs. I'm so anxious. Everything hurts. Fuck you, Nice. I'm at the airport with fucking head noise deluxe. Budapest, I ask you once, where is my phone? I don't have a passport and now my mum has to send me the original copy of my birth certificate. Fuck you, Mykonos. That was, that was you, wasn't it? That was me. That was you. Get it curious. Yeah. Like Barack Obama, I had to find my birth certificate. Bang. All right. Should we dive Bang. into Mitchelton? Let's do it. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Uh, Henry, uh, give us the population of Mitchelton. Everyone's favorite. 5,000. No, nah, eight and a half. 8,559. Biggest suburb than you think. There you go. Uh, Mitchelton is uh, it's part of the northwestern suburbs. Um, Hmm. Suburb that a lot of people have heard of but wouldn't be able to place, I reckon. It is a growing suburb with many Queenslander-style houses, leafy streets. The area is quite hilly. You could say that for all of Brisbane. And most of the suburb is on a north-facing slope. Uh, I don't know what that means. Me neither. I'm going to be fucked over when I'm going to buy a house and the real estate agent will be like, and now these windows are west-facing, but what you're really going to love is the southern-facing deck. I'm, I'll be like, sure. I don't, I don't. The way that... like It's where the sun rises. But isn't it also like where you build the infrastructure would determine which way it's facing? Like a slope could be south facing if you're built on the other side of the slope. Yeah. Isn't a slope like or, what do they mean? Or when people are like, oh, look at my south facing deck. If you're facing like, like surely you want, like generally you just build a deck to face like the street or behind the house. Mm. I don't know. Anyway. Strange, strange. In 1930, Joe, the this is a bit interesting. We're going back in time here. The Sisters of the Good Shepherd established the Good Shepherd Home for Girls with Special Needs. And I'm quoting the Wikipedia here. Quoting. Or those deemed to be uncontrollable in their own homes. The girls worked in the home's commercial laundry. The home was closed in late 1974, still open for 44 years due to changes in community and government expectations about institutionalized care of children. It took them until 1974 to figure out that maybe young girls with special needs shouldn't be utilized for work in a commercial laundry. I love the phrasing of, look, there was a change in community expectations to describe something that was objectively barbaric. It's like... Mm. You know, a mass murderer going, and it's, you know, Ted Bundy, why did you stop killing and eating those women? Look, there was a change in community expectations mm. about what was the right thing to do with corpses. Um, and a perception <laughs> grew in the community, and that was backed up by some stakeholder research we did, that uh, eating them wasn't kosher. Mm. 
and and we cut that out in 1974. Like it's very. I like the way they put it. It's very well. I, I focus tested. Yeah. Well, that's an insane part of Mitchelton history that yeah, late those girls most in need of care were just sent to a laundry uh, to work. Yeah. yeah. Like when I'm hungover and I go to the Paddington laundromat, I'm in need of a lot of care. Um, Hell yeah. Bloody hell, because I don't have a washing machine. Um, Mitchelton is now filled with many shops um, as opposed to brutal laundromats for, that are basically prisons. Uh, now slave, with many, slave as opposed, yeah, yeah, they're like, in the wake of slave laundry, uh, there is now Brookside. <laughs> um, it got, we it now got have all of, this, all of this space opened up because we no longer do slave laundry. Um, but yes, Terrible Mitchelton band is, name. Uh, slave laundry. I was we thinking, are Henry, slave laundry. I was thinking, um, I can't remember who, but, uh, oh my God. Okay. It's the worst story for me. I heard a band name today. It was bad and I've forgotten what it was. I've really <laughs> held up the show for that. Sorry, mate. Was it the mangroves? Um, yeah, I bloody wish. No, I did want to say on the sisters of the good shepherd home, um, I mm. deleted your thing about all the schools in Mitchelton, but. Uh, There's it. Mount Maria, as in fringe, you've heard of it. It's like Mount Alvernia or a or a Chack. Um, Mount Maria is in the site of that laundry of slave laundry. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, gosh, Mount Maria. What what have you heard of more, Mount Maria, Stewart Home, or Lewards Hill? Mount Maria, the least. Yeah, I agree. That's up there with by, like by um, a long way. By a long shot. Mount Alvernia as well, long shot. Some of the least you've heard of it. Never met anyone from there. Never will. No, never will. They don't exist. Mm. Uh, mate, Mitchelton is now filled with many shops, as you said, schools and facilities such as the Brookside Shopping Centre and a very attractive shopping district on Blackwood Avenue that also features a monthly market, which, get this, attracts many vendors of fine foods and wares as well as tourists. And now, now, did the tourists get lost? Are we is, saying, that, is that is that the reason here? Now, now I I love Brisbane. I think we're a new world city, yeah. and I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. But yeah. I don't know if the Brookside Shopping Centre and the shopping district on Blackwood Avenue is. I'm sure it's attracting locals. I'm um, sure it's, it's cute. Even I know the, what they're talking about. It's quite cute, but like tourists, like like tourists, like particularly this in the world where tourists to Brisbane don't venture as far out as like Wilston. They're not no. going. To Mitchelton for the shopping district. I honestly think tourists in Brisbane don't even come to like Paddington. No, they literally tourists go to. The it's literally wharves. South Bank and the Wharves. I think that's all they South do. South Bank and like bits of the city. Yeah, Ooh. bits of the city, and then they're like, "Oh, okay." And now I will drive to the Gold Coast. Totally. Now I'll yeah. go to Dreamworld, Hollywood on the Gold Coast. Yeah, like you know, if Milton Markets isn't now, Milton Markets has the opposite of tourists. Milton Markets has uh, everyone you've ever met because they all live mm. in share houses in Paddington and in the area. It's annoying. Uh, Mate, tell us about the Mitchelton Football Club. Yeah. So, the Mitchelton Football Club uh, is celebrating its 100th anniversary uh, anniversary in 2020. Uh, it used to be called, Hen, the Black Diamonds. Um, mm. It's a pretty cool name, but also a very, it gives netball. It's a very netball team name rather than... Mm. Um, it also, I imagine, just describes the jersey. Like, you don't play against the blue and white stripes. I guess it's not really a team name. Don't you, man? You know. Um, 
But there is a very, uh, very famous singing group, Henry, performed at the Mitchelton Soccer Club Trophy Night in 1960 before they shot to stardom. Uh, the literal Bee Gees. Barry, Robin uh, and Maurice. Barry, Robin and Maurice. The Mitchelton Soccer Club Trophy Night 1960. That'll be... Oh, that, that'll be like um, when the mangrove... <laughs> when the mangroves, when the mangroves played... The North Lake, that brewery in North Lakes. Yeah, honestly, when the mangroves played Thirsty Chiefs. Great brewery. Um, this might yeah, be I'm, one of my favourite little tidbits of information in any I of the agree. suburbs we've done I recently. Agree. The fact that the fact that this Wikipedia page knows that in 1960 at the soccer club, what trophy nights are even having live musical performances? I now Remember? I'm getting the impression the trophy night used to be a blinder, huge night. Everyone so, got in the pierce. It's 1960, so that's in my mind that's kind of all you do. Like you, it's the beginning work, of the 60s. It's the start of the 60s. They're just learning about free love. Um, they've just been told, guy, hey, guys, it's the 60s. They've gone, oh, everyone, it's the 60s. Um, by the way, someone left a salad bowl here and a few people, uh, the keys fell out of their pockets. Mm. Should we do something with these keys in the bowl? Could we all swap spouses for a bit? It is yeah. the 60s, you see. People are going to have themed parties about this in many years from now. <laughs> many years. People we are going to talk joke- about us as the good days. We used to joke about keys in the bowls so much, it got worrying. It got scary. Like we did. Yeah, about you and I just swinging with each other mm. personally. Talk about you and I hooking fu- up, bro. It's funny that I'm born in in Townsville. Like one of the main yeah, things. The one of the main things you do is swinging, is, is swing, basically. But the the police, one of their main things to avoid, because like the car thieves often like break into people's houses, and the keys are just so easily accessible. There's like a big oh, yeah, bowl yeah. of keys, and like one of the jokes being like, imagine if all of them broke into an orgy, and they're just like, oh my god, <laughs> yes, yeah, oh my fucking word, you beauty. It's a treasure trove. Look oh, at all these keys. Look at all these keys. Yeah. Well, I love that honestly, fact that. But uh, it'd be funny. Bee- if they- imagine the BGs, but it's like, well, uh, and most improved in the under eights goes to Little Terry. Now a quick break. Here's the BGs. Hmm. Oh, these kids are pretty good. Oh, this guy's good. Um, by the way, just because I'm on the Facebook page of Mount Maria, I will say nothing about this. But they have one notable alumni. There is one dot point under notable alumni of Mount Maria, and it's Brett Peter Cowan. <laughs> I wish I was kidding. That's rough. That's rough. They do That's say rough. notable. They say no. They don't, we don't endorse any of this. Of but note, it is, but it is notable that Brett Peter Cowan. I am shocked that the school um, had yeah. had that removed. I, anyway. uh, that is. Genuinely, sh- they also have another line about um, a teacher that was called child exploitation material. So, uh, I think Mount Maria have lost control of their Wikipedia page. They, they <laughs> need an they need an Olympian pronto. They do, they do. Uh, well, should we take a look at every beautiful facet of contemporary Mitchelton? Let's. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. And big love, Henry. Heaps of people wrote in. Really appreciate it. A lot of people coming out of the woodwork for Mitchelton. Um, we had a comment early about Oxford Park train station. I think being in Mitchelton, despite Oxford Park being a separate suburb. That's right. And what was noteworthy about this, or notable as the Mount Maria 
uh, Wikipedia page would, yes, yes, would argue. Notable, notable alumni. The so the no, message no. contained the abbreviation Mitchie, as did yeah. several okay. of the messages we received about this. So I suppose what I want to ask is, Mitchie, we're doing that, are we? Are we doing Mitchie's name? Suburbs don't usually get nicknames. Uh, Mitchelton, that's fine. That works. Bulimba, we don't say bul- we don't say bulimi. Trying to think, like Paddo. But even but even that's the pub. Yeah, that's the pub. New Farm definitely doesn't get one. No. Uh, Wilston definitely. Uh, what we did get, Wilston State School got the Wilston Willies uh, as our nickname, mm. um, given That's... to us by the across-the-road neighbours at St. Columbums, as opposed to St. Columbums. Uh, the Willies Wordplay word on show. Willies, Willies and bums, you know, it was the 60s. Very... So we just, Willies and bums everywhere at the orgy. It's very pride month. <laughs> so we, we, we had that sent in. Yeah. Shout me. Said it's weird how many left arm fast bowlers are named Mitchell and a suburb yep. is named after them. Mitchell Johnson, Mitchell Stark. That's about it. Are there more? But that is still disparate. Like, particularly for our generation, we grew up strongly associating. Oh, actually, they were also both left arm fast bowlers. Like that that's, is quite, yeah. I, yeah. I think that's what sh- like very similar is, yeah. left arm quicks called Mitchell. Yeah. Oh, Mitch very Marsh true. as well. Bowls fast. I, not a not left, left armor, but, but that's all right. There's a lot of Mitchells floating around. We had this conversation the other day about like if you were to make a cricket team yeah. of people with the same name, yeah. who would be the best? What would be the Mitchell, best team? Mitchell's right up there. Because David, like, you get Dave Warner and Booney. Yeah. Honestly, and like a Yusuf, a lot of Pakistani oh, cricketers yeah. called like like, mm. like there there'd be there'd be certain names that you get Muhammad Amir opening the bowling. Um, Shami. Muhammad's. Muhammad yeah, Muhammad Shami. Yeah, it's a great bowling attack. I'd go, to be honest, and given the population of India and their success in cricket, I'd probably go Muhammad. I'd probably go Muhammad I'd, as well. I'd, that'd probably yeah. be my my name. There you go. Uh, Darren says Muhammad's it's got a great David. booze shop. Love the main street. Josh yep. Edwards says it's convenient the, to live within and travel from. Okay, well, you can't. You can't hope for much more than that, really, Josh Edwards. But, and and Josh, Josh also says occasionally shit happens, but that's anywhere. And isn't that true? Yeah, he's right. You get hit by a bus. I don't, I don't, know, if says, I don't know if that's super insightful, but he's he's not wrong. Uh, he's doing his best. Cameron yeah. says, dare I say, Brookside is arguably the, the best shopping centre on the north side. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, can we, can we hold up on uh, the Instagrams? Yeah, sure. Uh, and, and do a bit of Brookside. I think that's a good segue. So I think Brookside okay. is by far and away what Mitchelton is most known for. Um, yep. Probably lost on you being a Belimba boy, Southsider. Yeah, haven't really Brookside been has a little bit of cult uh, vibes around it if you want to avoid a big whopping Westfield. So if you don't want, takes a decade to get in and out, Shermside or maybe North Lakes or something like that, Brookside, not bad to swing in and out of. Now, having said that, um, a friend of mine at work today described Brookside as POV 101. Hmm. Uh, and it's, you know... It's maybe not the furthest. It's a it's a run down old shopping centre. I'll say that. Um, but the reason for it being Pov One Hundred One, Henry, was allegedly there's a donut king, and I took objection to that because that's one of the best things a shopping centre can have. A donut king is, I think, in the the downfall of donut time. Yep. of Krispy Kreme, of yep. Nodo. I think as they have gone out of fashion and Instagram yep. has moved in other directions, 
Donut King has been a stalwart. Relentless. It has been steady. The ki- it's just it's the king. He's it's the it's, king. He's it's the, the king. It's just it's been on the throne for a long. There's a reason he's the king. I think I told you this. I went to Indra a couple of months ago and I bought a Donut King donut uh, for myself for the first time. I did not realize how cheap they were because when I grew up, mm. they were such a treat in my house and talked about with so. If you're lucky, like if you're very lucky, oh, you and Tilly split one. I assume mm. they were like four or five bucks. They are, to this day, inflation, $2. They would have been a dollar mm. when we were kids. They would have been 50 cents. Mm. And it was all very, it was very precious. Anyway, bothered me. Um, I agree. But to, I, I, they were my favorite food for a long time. They're fantastic. Uh, give you a rundown. Do you ever have a hot dog from Donut King? Did you ever try one? I don't know if I've had one, but I'm aware that they they do. Yeah, I mean, I know I've never had a hot dog that tastes different to the other hot dog. They are no. perhaps some of the most consistent, uh, if mediocre. Um, there was a Stefan's hairdresser at Brookside that I remember really fondly. There was a Sanity, yeah. like like it really had a Donut King, a Stefan's, a Sanity vibe. It wasn't Lululemon. It wasn't uh, a Aesop soaps. You know, it wasn't Stefan's and. Stuff. Stefan's and Donut King, I'm going to say, are the big two for yep. shopping they're, centre. They're your anchor tenants. In Australia. Maybe not yeah. economically, but in terms of vibes, if you've got a Stefan's vibes. and a Donut King, I kind of know. I know what you are. Honestly, dark horse for that as well. Um, the man that makes caramel popcorn, like just in the middle of, uh, of the oh, yeah. lines. You know yeah, how you I get those, well, those little rainbow popcorn bits? He's up there. Supre? Yep. Great. Maybe. Great. Falls into right. that like um, a low. Oh, like a, oh, a just jeans, to be honest. Yeah, like a Lowe's or a just jeans. Oh, actually, here's a here's a smoky. Is this one JJ's? Oh yeah, JJ's. JJ's. I think J- JJ's is real like two thousands mm. middle class Australia. I like JJ's. JJ's works. JJ's Donut King Sanity. Yeah, good. Yeah, great. Um, but yeah, Brookside's great. Uh, the other thing I did want to say is outside there still is I think McDonald's Mitchelton. Uh, which a few people wrote in, and I'll give them credit, uh, saying that it was the worst McDonald's. Um, yeah, th- yeah. Tim Vetter uh, said, "If you ever do a worse, Cam- who? No, sorry, you're right. I, I misread. It was Tim Vetter. Um, we say this as if we know these people very well. We do because they're in Pakistan. Uh, Tim said, "If you ever do a worst Macca's episode, Mitchelton's your front runner. That's not a bad idea. Bit of a downer topic to be negative, but uh, we are all the time." And the number one worst McDonald's, Good Folk Cafe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think time has been kind to our assessment of Good Folk. To be honest, I do too. I think we've. I think we've shown. I think the take is a. I think in a cost of living crisis, our take has aged pretty well. And I think people have moved on from the early days of Gramps and Good Folk is the coolest cafe I've ever been to in my life. I think, I think we were on the right side of gentrification. Yeah, I agree. I think we this were standing podcast. up for uh, the little man. Um, yeah, the Maccas is pretty dodgy. Uh, but there did used to be a Sizzler outside the Brookside in Mitchelton, yeah. and that was just fantastic. Like, as a kid, that is just fucking Christmas when you go. I miss Sizzler every day. I do. I, do. I really do. It was so fun. The ice cream was just so good. I was going to say... that. Yeah, cheesy garlic bread, but it was really the ice cream. Mm. You're right. Like, that's the thing. Mm. The place that had literal rat poison in <laughs> the salad bar and they just stayed open. They just kept going. 
one of the grades. Mm-hmm. Now, nah, very, very good. Uh, I, I'll just run through some of these. DJ, DJ Cool says the, be- the best worst Chinese place called Gumdo was on Blackwood Street, uh, and it's now closed, which is a sign of the times. You're dead right. Very sad. He also, uh, he said- also says... No, he also... There no, you, you go. Said- no, you well said- established that you'll be stabbed or at least beaten up at Mitchie High. Another Mitchie. Mitchie, yeah, Mitchie. Okay. Uh, 83 Sigma Wagon said Brookside and, and kids soccer. Um, I do. I actually get a big sport vibe from Mitchelton. I think Mitchell. there's a lot of football clubs. There's a lot of ovals. There's a lot of... It's that classic kind of middle ring suburb where you've got... People are attached enough to the suburb where there's probably pride in your local club and they are good community hubs, but it's far enough out where it's like, we've actually got the space. Like, you, mm. there is no... Paddington Football Club. There is no New Farm Football Club. There's no. There's not really. Oh, West End has Davies Park, but it's just because there just really isn't the space or the infrastructure to mm. have a hockey club over there and a soccer club here and a rugby league club there and an AFL club there. You know. Oh, you you're absolutely right. And, and I say that from the. Heart. I mean, when you when you have the BGS at your trophy night in the sixties, yeah, you're right. You're right. Gets the right tone. Yeah. Joe Crisario uh, says the Woods Bar and the Brook yep. Hotel are criminally underrated bar pub establishments, and I believe you know that firsthand. Yes. Yes. So Charlie, uh, who is who masquerades as Crisario on Instagram, Crisario. I, I say that as if he's lying. It's his, his name's mm. Charlie Rosario. Um, still, still, still misleading. The first time Henry pronounced it as Crisario. Like I'm Crisario. sure Crisario. Um, yeah. So Origin Three, uh, Mum and Dad. Charlie and his girlfriend and me went to the Brook Hotel, which has had the Renault of all Renaults because it clearly used to be like an Edinburgh Castle style, torn carpet, smoke inside, spill your beer joint. Um, It is now, it looks like a luxe hotel lobby bar. It looks like the Empire Hotel in the Valley. It looks so flash and you almost got to pinch yourself to go, hang on, I'm actually in Mitchelton. Well, I can't overstate how slick it is. Big, beautiful vibe. Um, I reckon a hundred plus TV screens, all playing Ooh. Origin. I go in schooner of gold, six fifty special Byron Bay schooner, maybe five dollars fifty. It's incredible. Unreal. Unreal. What's because uh, I know that I know one of the big, most celebrated renovations of recent times is the Jube. People all talk about the Jube. Oh, I haven't been to like the new Jube. Is- yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this sounds like it's a more a battler of a renovation where they're yeah, just focused I, I on. Yeah, think, I think that, I mean, the Jube went, we're going to just go for a different crowd. Is I think They went full, full fancy corporate. Yeah, we're going to go fancy. Yeah, we're going to be corporate now. There's way more. I mean, honestly, there are way more officers in the Valley now, like people working in the Valley. Let's go full corporate. The Brook, I think, is like, we're still going to get a similar clientele, but for the families that live in Mitchelton and for the... Honestly, just young people who want a nicer place to drink. They did it up deluxe. It looked fantastic. Um, the only thing that reminds you you're in a suburban pub is the whopping car park and the Dan Murphy's next to it. Stylistically, yeah. a lot like the um, Gap Tavern Gap from Tavern. the outside where, you know, really positive vibe. But, yeah, you're standing in a massive car park and there's big Dan Murphy's. My favourite thing that you've touched on is the, mm. the amount of televisions, which I now, if oh, I was to ever awesome. open a pub... That's the currency. There's a place here called the Watermark, and it's yep. a really good pub. Great name. But they they just have one big screen. Now during NRL season, when the cricket is playing for that crossover, disaster because I want to have the Ashes. Of course. So like 
Ashes and we were well, like, well, we have to go to the Seaview because at least then we can have. I don't. Oh, I don't mind if the. I like having a lot of sports surrounding. Well, Henry, me. I on, like at least one TV still being the darts or something. On Friday night, we're going to have need at least uh, NRL, AFL, Ashes, and Women's World Cup. Minimum. Oh my god. So minimum four screens. Who have Australia got on Friday? That's. Um, is it like Nigeria? Nigeria. No, I think it's Nigeria. Yeah. yeah. I think it's Nigeria so got, at Suncorp, in fact. Yeah, it um, is. So we've got, yeah. so we've got Nigeria. Then we've got yeah the Ashes. Yeah. All right. Here's uh, what we'll do. Marco's gonna email <laughs> Reading Sooners yeah, New Market, and, and they're gonna do a big split screen on the Titan Lux of all of the sports. Now that'd be fun. It's, now that'd be fun. It's like how um like Blue Room Cinnabar and Rosalie offers tickets. To, they like Screen Origin three, and someone pointed out to me that it's very funny that. Generally, you go watch footy like Origin to yell and be loud and be social and say things. You're in a cinema. Do people shush you? I can't think of anything. I can't think. And with respect to the Blue Room, I can't think of a worse setting because it's all it's about moving around. You don't want to be constrained to a seat. I will say, I hope hope they rebranded as the Maroon Bar, the Maroon Room Cinema for that night. Um, Because that would be. Last thing I'll say on uh, Dodgy TV's Patio, which is this killer new bar that's open in Paddington, all the rage. they're trying to do a, hey, we also show sports thing. I walked past them on Origin Night. It's like one 40-inch flat screen that they've just wheeled out and, like, put on a table. It, it's like um, like a teacher pulling out the TV in primary school. It's genuinely like that. And I'm like, hey, like guys, it's fine. Behind the you, news. Yeah. yeah. You're, a, you're a craft bar. We don't need to pretend. Um, but, you know, it's nice they gave it a go. Where is it? In Paris? Uh, it's where Moga used to be in Rosalie. Oh, right. Um, I think Darren Lockyer owns it. It's cool. Bet he does. Bet he then he should have had a origin bloody play. That's <laughs> yeah, 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 actually, truly yeah, yeah. no excuse. Yeah, I mean, he owns. He also owns the wine bar in Rosalie, and there is absolutely no state of origin in there. Unless the it's origin like he's is trying to intentionally Spain, distance himself. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, actually, you're right. he doesn't. His business Spain. ventures. <laughs> he's like, oh, the state of origin of these grapes. Um, <laughs> his business ventures aren't very uh, footy. I like. It's like how my investments aren't podcast related. Yeah. Just just spaceship and Vanguard. Just that easy. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Raise. Should we ask uh, the question? Let's. Does Mitchelton fuck? Weirdly enough, I kind of think yes, if only for the observation that we made late in the game that it seems quite sporty. It seems quite athletic, Mitchelton. And I know what athletic bodies do. I know what they're capable of doing. I've watched I don't personally. I don't know from experience, but. Oh, I absolutely don't know for experience. I've seen Moneyball. Someone said I had large shoulders today. And I was like, oh, thank you. Oh, that's awesome, bro. You do look good. Thanks, mate. Thank you. You've been popping off to the gym after we record Thanks, these mate. often. Oh, not not for months. Yeah. yeah I went back been... today. I went oh, back today for the first time in weeks and yeah, it was I know, unpleasant. Gym for yonks, yeah. Isn't no, it funny I'm when just... you don't go to the gym for a while and you're like, well, I didn't die. <laughs> you're like, well, I'm maybe fine. maybe it ain't that maybe maybe that you're like necessary. I'm actually otherwise fine. Life's been going. I don't look that well. different. <laughs> I don't look. You know, no one's no one's picking the kilo or two fluctuation. Uh, either way, it's probably fine. I'm not showing my stomach to that many people. <laughs> and if, we don't I, need and if you're seeing my yet, stomach, Henry. you probably don't mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Um, do you think Mitchelton fucks? No, I don't. I think there's a okay. family vibe. Okay. I take the sport aspect to be a bit more of like 
standing around eating a pack of oh, salt you're thinking chips on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm no, not. No, I, I'm, think, I think the fact that BG's – I think people fucked after that. I guess that the, BG's the BG's fucked. played. The BG's absolutely fucked. Not each other. They're brothers. But, um, no. Yeah, BG's New York, 1970. Absolutely. How deep is your love? Yeah. There's um, oh, really, really Well, we're split on that. Yeah, we're split on that. Really beautiful version of How Deep Is Your Love the Bee Gees did on a, uh, a TV show yeah. um, where one of them starts playing the guitar and I think the main BG just waves him off and it's like, we'll do this a cappella. And as someone who's like in a band, I'm like, imagine that confidence to whilst on live TV go, let's arrange this completely differently. If I if we start playing a gig and I wave to you, cut the bass, you'd be like, what the fuck? In fairness, I often did that myself by yeah, stepping yeah, actually, on the, actually, on the cable. Go, you go, oh, fantastic. <laughs> easy done. Me. I'll just sing for a bit. And I think that's a freedom you can only get away with with a band of brothers. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, and which I think that's what, that, that which is what the show TV show was about. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it, Band but I see Band of Brothers. Brothers was about the Bee Gees. It was a Bee Gees doco, wasn't it? it was a, I, didn't, I didn't get around to watching that one. Spielberg produced it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it must be very good. Why was David Schwimmer in it? Which Bee Gees did it, he play? Why is it rated R for gore? <laughs> was it a, what why happened to these Bee Gees? Why do I get clips from it where they're clearly freeing a camp of some Was that some... No. High school thing they did in Redcliffe? I don't know. I watched it, and ironically, not many of them were staying alive. Very good. All right. All right. That's really funny. Um, let's all right, go out of we, that. Let, let's go out of that. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. That really uh, got me. World War Two. <laughs> ironically, uh, you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. Some, some, of, these well, chap, some of these fellas at the camp. Uh, what? Pretty, pretty dead. Um, well, that was good unpack, Mitchelton. Uh, I thought we learnt a lot. No, it seems did. like a good place to live. Um, well, I like the sound of Mitchelton. I want to. I want to go to this hotel when I'm back. Yeah, yeah. We'll go to the Brook Hotel. It's like that time. I, I mean, I, the- I, I love. I stand by our idea for a shit pub's pub crawl of like an Edinburgh Castle mm. Crown Hotel, which Brook Hotel's almost too good. I wouldn't throw it in this like kind of obviously shitty pub category. Maybe Gaythorn RSL. Maybe that gets the run. I think we'll find a few goodies. I'd be very... Did I tell you about the play, the community centre we went up to here at Alligator Creek that did a free bowl of chips? And oh, I'm talking oh, the chef walked out of the... This is, and it was during a statewide lawn bowls competition. So there was actually quite a hush over the entire community centre. This place is like 25 minutes out of Townsville. Very, very small. Like it's not even, it's a suburb, but it's like Sanford divided by four. Yeah. And there's really no township. And the chef just walked down and be like, anyone want some chips? And just plonked a like metal bucket of hot chips and chicken salt and a tub of gravy on the bar oh. and it was just it was communal everyone helped Best yourself with hot chips that is that is seriously incredible well that used to be a thing at bars is you get a bowl of nuts or something because the idea is it incentivizes mm. you to drink more but sadly like bars don't want to incentivize you to drink more now no because of responsible fucking liquor consumption probably um and gravy too like that is henry that and i would go there gravy. every weekend if it was free bowl of chips and gravy yeah and probably really better than I'm reminded of the Jubilee's $2 steak that they do on Sundays. That was apparently oh, just what? the worst thing ever. I think Lewis was telling me. It was apparently so bad. We, we used to do the $5 steak. Sandy's karaoke. Sandy's, Sandy's karaoke. good time. Oh, my. Grill. 
We had some time at Stan Sandy's, man. That was, That's what you did, uh, Jingle those Bells. Those were the days, Jingle Bells. Yeah, I tried. they tried to stitch me up by making me do karaoke to Jingle Bells in, like, May. Instead, mm. it was delightful. Instead, you had the whole of Sandy singing. Mm. That was a great night. Yeah. They used to just but be a, Wasn't that just an institute? Like, Darling and Co. on a Sunday. Yeah, and then and into Sandy. Just walk up. We really didn't have a lot to do, did we? We really didn't have a lot on. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a lot on these days. Can't wait to have a. I mean, no, it's a complete lie. I have so much on. Um, like you work full time at a lot. I was going to say, yeah, I have, I have one, I have one massive thing on, and it's on quite a lot. It's called full time work. It's it's the same thing that most people have on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you have on? Oh, this one thing, <laughs> my job. Um, no, I you, have I told you about these like these nurses that we're friends with up here who are like, yeah. it will just consistently be like, you you working tomorrow? It's like, yep. Yeah. Oh, who said? Yes, yeah, someone yeah. said that to me. Monday to Friday. So they were yes. like, this was like a Tuesday night or something. Someone was like, oh, you got work tomorrow? I'm like, yes. Yeah, it's dude. every day. <laughs> For the rest of my life. This just keeps going. I'll tell I'm you if I'm going on holiday. Think about it. Uh, no, I'm like, uh, no, it's fun. Um, yeah, you're doing good at work, man. You're doing thanks, good. bro. Thanks, bro. Um, oh, I had one other funny thing to say. Oh, anyway. I can't remember. Yeah, I had a bowl of chips at Hope and Anchor recently. And um, for those who have been to Hope and Anchor and had the chips lately, I'm convinced they're good, but I'm genuinely convinced they're Macca's chips. In consistency, <laughs> like taste they're going to get them. Like, I actually think they're going to get them. Yeah, or I maybe they've them. just like, uh, yeah. found the Macca's supply. Like, they're good, but they are genuinely identical. I mean, Macca's chips, chips are good. Time. Macca's chips are very good. Yeah, if I went to a bar and oh, it's like Red Rooster chips. Great. Well, that's fine. Yeah, anyway, mm. striking. Striking. More bars, when they're the size and scale of Hope and Anchor, should just be like chip order and then just run and get people. Like, imagine, imagine if they every were hour, like at, every fries, hour yeah. at a bar, they'll go get your Macca's order in, pay with cash, and we'll go and get the Macca's and we'll bring it back. Or we'll just Uber Eats it. Or like, just Uber hey Eats guys, it. Yeah, just yeah. doing an Uber Eats order. Um, yeah, who pay wants? Us now. Pay us now. We'll put it through the till. Yep. Or, or, you know, here's the square. Okay, put your Macca's through, put your Macca's through, put your Macca's through. Great. We'll bring it up. How good would that be? That'd be really good. That'd be really fun. It's kind It'd of the nice next logical of... step from like a scratch bar where you can yeah, or they'd be like, oh, like yeah. you, we will, we will order your own. Well, food already, yeah, I was going to say already, Arriva Dirty will walk the pizza into you if you're lucky enough. So mm. it would also be a nice sense of community if it's like, oh, every hour we're all in on this. You know, you meet the people think, yeah. at the booth near. You. I actually think it's a really good idea. I mean, we should I buy like a bar. A lot. We should just, buy a bar. We should buy a bar. Hundred TVs. Uh, no food, just take Uber Eats orders for everyone. A hundred um, TVs and and uh, uh, yeah, and uh, nothing but little creatures and Great Northern on tap. Let's go, most popular bub in the world. Like that. And I running with the bulls, Tempranillo is our wine. <laughs> Thanks, Darren. Uh, you have no idea how much that means to me. <laughs> Mitchelton, you've been unpacked. Consider yep. it done. Consider it done. Well, by the ne- by the time we next speak to you all, we will have seen Barbie and Oppenheimer. So yeah, I can't, can't wait. To- can't wait. And we'll have a new episode idea. Maybe worst Macca's. No, it's not time for worst Macca's ever yet. But we'll keep it on the radar. It does, uh, it does feel very negative. We'll think of some. It's Maybe so we'll do a negative. Yeah, one. it's so negative. Maybe we do do a gimmicky one next. Maybe week. we draw the dis- fine distinction we've always talked about between best bars and best pubs. Um, but that is a <laughs> that is a careful little distinction for us to draw. Anyway, it's been real. We've got a week to think about that. We'll think about something. We'll come up with something. Stay uh, hopeful. Stay hopeful. I like that. Stay hopeful. We'll chat to you next week.